Hello and welcome to Epic Nitpick. Every week we choose one piece of pop culture and offer our highly uncredentialed take. This week we will be reviewing the Pillow Talking music video by Lil Dicky. I am Andy, and I am joined, as always, by a rainbow-infused space unicorn of a man, Paul. <laughs> Paul, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad that I got to watch this music video another time, because I have not seen it for a, a little bit. <laughs> this So, this, this video is actually the reason why I wanted to do this podcast, <laughs> because I saw it, and... I was like, ah, there's some themes that relate to our other podcast, but it's not really the thing. And I, But I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it with you. And apparently I need it to be on the record for that to count. <laughs> so, yeah, this is such a, an interesting video. I was sent this video and I, I watched it. First, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then upon the 10th watch, I was like, I'm really into this, I think. So... <laughs> Paul, yes. uh, were you familiar with Lil Dicky's work previous to watching this video? Yes, uh, I am. I'm pretty familiar with him. I mean, I mostly just know the hits. Um, I discovered him as most people through the song Save That Money featuring Fetty Wap and Rich Homie Kwan, which also had uh, a, I would say, unique music video. I think he's good at, at he knows how to kind of market himself in in knowing how to get those viral videos out and make him popular because I think most people myself included uh would have no idea who he was even though I mean on this album that these songs have come out on it's like he has Snoop Dogg on there obviously Fetty Wap Rich Homie Kwan Hannibal Buress is on one T-Pain's on a song so it's like he was already kind of at least known to some extent uh to get these more famous artists but then he's created these videos and it's kind of i think boosted him a lot since then yeah so i am actually a pop culture hermit in terms of like radio hits go yeah so i was very much not familiar with little dicky before seeing this video oh you you didn't see save that money i don't think so have you still not seen it <laughs> i don't believe so i did go in after listening to this song a few times i did go and listen to most of the album that it was on but otherwise this is the only thing that i had really known him for so this will be interesting to have someone that's totally new to his work and someone that's a little more familiar talking about this song yeah and and the song is as we said pillow talking and the video and song are are 10 minutes long over 10 minutes long <laughs> it's very i mean so much about this song is not typical um, and just starting with the length, but also the delivery of the song as well. Yeah. So the video essentially chronicles a uh, two people that have come home for a presumably a one night stand and the conversation that happens following them having sex. So, uh, Paul, what was your what's your overall thoughts on this video? And I guess we don't really need a spoiler section on this. It's only 10 minutes long. There's not really a plot, so to speak. So, uh, I would Paul, say, I would say though, even though you said there's no spoiler section, I would go watch the music video because I think you'll find it a lot enjoyable if you don't know what's about to happen. Because there's yes. a, there's a lot of like <laughs> curveballs thrown at you, and you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on right now? <laughs> um, Including a great great cameo from John C. Riley. <laughs> yeah. So um, this it's funny that you say it's funny you say Andy 
like, oh, this is this song is about two people that have just had a one night stand and what's happening afterwards. Because, like, watching other Lil Dicky music videos and stuff like that, he's trying to build an image of himself as this kind of just like awkward, but kind of smooth, but mostly awkward, smokes a lot of weed, just like white rapper guy. And so this, when I watch this music video, I'm like, oh, this is, this is Lil Dicky playing himself. So it's interesting to me that, that maybe, I mean, maybe you did think this and you didn't say it, but I definitely think he's supposed to be playing himself in this music video. He's playing this, this kind of character of himself that he's created. Having not known who he was or what he looked like, the first time I watched it, I didn't realize that he was playing the man in this video. Oh, like that that was Lil Dicky? Yeah, and actually, for some reason, once I found out that that was actually him, it made it less enjoyable for me to watch. I don't know why, but I just pictured this, like, weird rapper who was like, I'm just going to hire two people to act out this dialogue that I have created. (laughs) And, you know, just thinking about actors, like, sitting there, like, memorizing those lines and having to sync them up perfectly, which they do. It's actually, it's quite flawless how they sync up the dialogue. Yeah. It was very impressive for me. But then somehow learning that it was actually him, I don't know why. I have zero like logical reason for this. It made me enjoy the video less knowing that it was actually him. That's interesting. I think it I think I enjoyed it more because it was him, but I think that's also because it's like I know this character that he's trying to play. Like if you go watch um the the music video for professional rapper, the it's it's all animated, it's all cartoon, but the whole song is about him trying to get a record deal with Snoop Dogg and it's so just him and Snoop Dogg talking back and forth and it's and it's the same character it's this like awkward nerdy guy going in and talking to to Snoop Dogg it's 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 good it's another good one <laughs> I did listen to that yeah that that track gave me an idea that he is very aware of the persona that he has created and and he's kind of marketing it to Snoop and like no one's really doing this like nerdy like I'm not trying to be tough like I'd never get in fights like that type of character he's very aware of that yeah he's also I think less so in this music video and and we can definitely talk about this but in save that money in professional rapper he's not like he's not afraid to point out his kind of flaws I guess or the fact that he's the fact that he's nerdy, the fact that he's awkward. It's like, he's not afraid to point these out. I feel like in this song, it's a little bit of the opposite where he's kind of like, he's creating the song to come across as kind of like the logical one and the intellectually Mm -hmm. superior one. And that's actually different than uh, some of the other songs that I've heard him. Yeah. And that, that was kind of my biggest critique of it, but I guess we can get into that in a little bit, but it does very much, feel like he was like i'm gonna make a video to make me look really smart yeah yeah which which again is is i think an interesting change from some of the other some of the other music videos or songs i say music videos because it's like i feel like he for all these hits that he has he makes music videos that are just as enticing if not more enticing than the actual songs themselves like i don't know if it's funny because we're critiquing like the song and the music video, or we might even just be able to say we're critiquing the music video because I don't think the song would be, if I just listened to this 10 minute song, I don't think it would be as enjoyable if, if it didn't have the music video accompanying it. Yeah, I, I will never be able to listen to the song without thinking about the video because I saw the video first. Yeah. And I wonder if, 
if I had just heard the song, how long it would have taken me to really pick up on what was happening and that it was a dialogue between two people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for uh, for a little while I would not pick up on. It. Obviously, eventually I would. But it's not like it's two drastically different voices that are having this conversation. And and there's also Brain thrown in there. <laughs> is Brain just him? That's a, I think it is. But literally on the album, I think it says featuring Brain. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I was like trying to look it up, couldn't find the answer. But it's it sounds like him. Yeah, it sounds like him. Just That's when he's doing a voice. <laughs> yeah, and it, it would also just be so bizarre to bring in a guest to do such few lines. But who knows? It's also supposed to be his brain. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because in the, in the song Save That Money, which is about trying to save money, um, it has a... a a guest spot by rich homie Kwan. And in the middle of his, in the middle of his verse, Lil Dicky stops him and is like, like, Oh, well we, we, we wouldn't have, we don't have enough money to do a full verse anyways. So it's, it's actually a pretty small guest spot for that too. But interesting, um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's just him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I guess before we really get into super details, I'll, I'll give my overall impression, which was like I said, at first I was like, what is this? Because the flow is just so lethargic and it's so conversational. Like even after the song really does start to pick up, there's still all these ums and ahs thrown in to really mimic how people actually talk, which Mm -hmm. was so bizarre, but actually kind of refreshing. And the more I listened, the more interesting it was to me because the first time around there was things that I didn't really think had a specific flow. Yeah. Felt very almost chaotic didn't actually have rhymes, but the more I listened, the more I realized that things that seemed unintentional were very intentional. Yeah. So it was really fun to re-listen and start to anticipate what he was trying to do there. Musically, I I really love it. I'm a big fan of music that is very stripped down like that. And so it speaks to my sensibilities. I love that it isn't until like a minute and a half in that we get that first kind of dissonant low-end piano strike that happens and it reminds me so much of like the halloween soundtrack and like Mm -hmm. that that kind of like dun dun dun, when michael myers is like kind of pursuing someone and it happens at the first time when there's kind of significant tension between them where he's like don't touch my face it's just a personal thing it's not you and then there's like the dun and like you know and it doesn't (laughs) that sound doesn't reappear very often in the song and i don't know just it worked for me so well so you're obsessed with that that one (laughs) note (laughs) it is good though no it is very clever it's a great note great note paul and yeah i don't know overall i really liked it like as as a piece of like content as a as a visual i thought there was so much creative stuff going on uh it it feels like it's a high budget video with like well it's funny you say that it's funny you say that andy i just happened to look that up it costs seven hundred thousand dollars and and it is the 49th most expensive video music video ever (laughs) where's he getting that money Uh, i have no idea like he has i as far as i know he just has this one this one album and granted this album which has this song on it came out in 2015 so he's been riding on this album for two years now almost exactly two years actually and so this song came out 
two years ago, Pillow Talking, and the music video just came out about two months ago in April of 2017. Wow. We're really topical, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I'm just saying, I think it's interesting that uh, it's like he's just kind of been writing. On, he did do a song that I don't think, like he's been on other people's songs. Um, he did a song with Mystical and Trinidad James that I think was Trinidad James's song. But other than that, it's like, I don't know what I don't know what he's doing. Like, is he just touring on this one this one album for two years? Yeah, some people do that. I was gonna say when you were talking about the flow before, I do like how the first time the flow picks up is when it's like, and I feel like I, I like this because it's it's something that I can relate to. It's like you know you're having this kind of chill conversation, but then something comes up that you're really into and really invested in it and you start like talking faster and you like sit up and get excited about it and that comes through so well in the in the rap because it's like it all picks up it's it like the flow picks up it's it's good it's really good definitely yeah and that that doesn't happen until almost three minutes into this 10 minute epic yeah. And and yeah. and so yeah, upon my first listen I was like, where is this going? And then that happened and I was like, oh, okay, now we're like really getting into it. This is why the thing's time is long. <laughs> and then it dies back down again. And it only picks back up like that one more time for maybe a minute at most, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's such such a like an interesting choice. And yeah, it definitely like mimics actual conversation. And as far as the video goes, I loved all the like the little soldiers and the aliens and John mm-hmm. C. Riley coming in as God <laughs> was such a treat. <laughs> Maybe that's why the video costs so much. Yeah. Half, half a million <laughs> Just... to John C. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> and the other 200,000 to brain. Yes. <laughs> Everyone else They're worked confused. for free. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess overall, it, it's safe to say you're a fan of the song in the video. Yeah, I mean it's definitely not without critique. Yes, but uh, which we and, shall and I do. Think, yeah, I was gonna say let's get into the critique. So like the main critique that I have is it definitely it's a song that's like written by him about him, but like I was saying, unlike his other songs, this one it really makes him it just kind of like boosts him up and kind of pushes the the woman the female character down pretty pretty harshly. It kind of paints her as you know, like illogical and not being able to hold an intelligent conversation. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, you kind of couple that with some misogynistic slurs thrown in. And, and so like all of that is like very bothersome, I guess, to say the least. And as I was watching the progression of this story, so there's the moment when they start talking about aliens and God, right? And in, in mm-hmm. that moment, I am like in Lil Dicky's shoes. Like we, I've had that conversation with people and, you know, he's essentially saying there's so much else out there. Isn't it silly to think we're the only ones here? And she's like, well, I just believe in God. I don't know his plan, you know, and definitely yeah. painting her as irrational. But I'm like, oh, I, I guess I agree with Lil Dicky. That's kind of my reasoning for you know, being uh, believing that there is a possibility that other life is out there. And and then they, you know, it kind of dies down again and they go to order the pizza and it's all very lethargic flow yet again. And then the vegetarian thing comes up and she starts making points about like, you know, factory farming animals. And I was like, okay, this is interesting because and, you know, 
on I guess I only kind of put this together on the rewatch that it was that it was him but I was like okay this is him allowing himself to be wrong this is allowing her to get the leg up on him and yeah. I don't know if there's like a message there but it's kind of like hey we, we all don't have everything figured out and she's going to call him on his bullshit which to me would make a much more interesting story but instead he kind of he he takes like the worst example of a vegetarian like i mean she's not even vegan but like the fact that like oh she has a leather purse and you know things to call her on her shit and it's like that's something that that vegans get all the time oh you're wearing leather shoes and usually they aren't but like as if that like voids all arguments against animal agriculture or something um you know so so that was disappointing and then you know, he kind of uses some really poor arguments, but because someone hasn't challenged him on it, he thinks they're good. Like, he's like, well, if you went outside and there was wolves, they would eat you, which is kind of like the animals eat animals argument. And it was just like, uh, you, know, you know, like his argument isn't solid and sound there, but he presents it as if it is because it's his song. Yeah, that's interesting. That's something that I did not think about that I now that I now wish had been in there that you just said was, I wish that she did say something. And then his character was like, Oh shoot, you're right. You're right about this. Like, I think it would have made a much more interesting uh, storyline if like he had gotten the leg up on the first argument. And then like, she kind of got the leg up on the second argument. And um, you're right. Cause, Cause again, in all his other songs, he's willing to kind of make himself out to be silly and, awkward and stuff like that so it, it, it i don't think it would have been out of character for like her to say something but i don't know yeah Maybe that that ego the ego got to, was too big brain too big <laughs> and because that moment of her one-upping him never happens it's basically just a whole video as you kind of said at the beginning paul of him being this like supreme logical rational man and she's just irrational and she's just going off her feelings and doesn't really know what she's talking about. It's basically just him belittling her the whole time. And even as the song ends, you know, he has secretly ordered a full pepperoni pizza. So, you know, and he's just kind of like, deal with it. You're not going to want to be a part of it. And so she's, she's not like held captive in his apartment, but she's not in a, she's not easy for her to get out. And Lyft is being glitchy. And he's like, oh, that's, you know, you got to deal with it. I'm going to lay this out for you, you woman, you know? And like, yeah. these are your choices. And Uber doesn't come around here and all these things. And then like to top it off, kind of the insult to injury of getting the pepperoni pizza. And it was just like, yeah. like this could have been so much better than it was. You know, there's, there's I'm interested to hear your thoughts about this. There's one moment in the music video, one small thing that could possibly turn it around for me if if this was intentional. And it's the moment where I think it's after they have the God argument or something like that. He's I, I forget what he says. Maybe he says like, oh, sorry about that or something like that. And she's like, she's like, whatever, like we're adults. We can have these conversations. And he's kind of like real awkward about it. And so it, it like that one small line, even though it, it it was probably just a throwaway line to me, it could also be taken as like her character is like the mature one. And his character is kind of like the immature one that always has to be right about any argument that he starts. And it's like, even if, cause he's the one that's always bringing up the argument. So it's like, he's kind of the person that um, will, the, the type of person that will, bring up something 
like completely irrelevant just so that he can show how superior and, and logical he is and intellectual he is, even though it, it wasn't it wasn't even a thing before. Yeah, I mean, I kind of took that moment when he he because his the line was sorry about the interrogation. Yeah, and like I kind of just took that as like, uh, this is just awkward, and I don't want it to be awkward anymore. Like, I didn't really take it as him kind of like owning up to his shit at all. Yeah, but no, but what I'm saying is like not the. I know this is. I think this is a leap, Andy. I think this is a leap. But <laughs> take that leap. What I what I was saying was that like he's showing that that character of himself is flawed in that way. Not like, like in, in that when he, you're right. When he does say like, sorry about the interrogation, he doesn't actually mean it because that's what his character is, is this kind of person that's just, is always going to bring stuff up so that he can show how intellectually superior he is. And she's actually the one that's kind of like taking a step back and being like, whoa, dude, it's like, we're like, we're allowed to think differently about these things because we're grownups and we can have these conversations, but that's not what he's doing is he just kind of keeps like badgering her about these things. Again, I don't know if that's what the intention was. I think this is a little bit of a leap because it was really the, (laughs) some of the only evidence is that one very small line, but, but like, and, and the other problem is, is I could see a lot of people watching this video and being like, he has the same, he has the same kind of viewpoints as I do, like about, this is me talking to some other random person watching the video. He has the same viewpoints as I do about like religion and about war and about uh, vegans and vegetarians and stuff like that. And so I can see people unfortunately watching it and like connecting with that and being like, oh, this is how I have to argue these points in what I would say is a very like non-constructive and kind of like demeaning way of arguing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree that it's a leap, even though I agree with your assessment. Like if the video had kind of ended there, I would agree with it. But then he goes on to position her as very irrational. Um, I think because it's relying on the views of most of society in that, you know, she's painted as being very irrational for not wanting to get a pizza that's like half and half, you know, half pepperoni, half of whatever you like. And, you know, that she hasn't thought she hasn't thought through you know, her, her ethical standings because she also has this leather purse. And I, so I feel like it, it still is relying on, you know, how he knows most people will interpret her actions as being illogical and irrational. Um, And so it still feels like in that moment, he is trying to make himself look good and not her and not trying to pay himself as, you know, morally complex by any stretch. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I was just, I think (laughs) me hoping that that was the case makes me feel a little bit better about enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like one of those things where you're like, oh, this is so good. I wish you'd use your powers for good and not evil kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What do you, what is the purpose of the brain part of the, of the whole thing? I I honestly don't know. Other than comedic relief, I guess. Because he's... Because the first argument is the war one, which is Lil Dicky is giving that argument as himself. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but for this next, next argument, I have to bring in the, my brain. Yeah, it felt like the brain wasn't really used to its full potential. Yeah. You know, because when you think about, you know, 
what this kind of anthropomorphized brain could be or how often how how it might be used in like other films would be him like arguing with his own brain you know him yeah. him sort of his brain is logical his brain is advising him to do the right thing but he is arguing for what his heart wants you know obviously mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily apply to this one night stand scenario but it could be like you know in some film he's like talking to his brain and he's like should i pursue this person i know is going to be bad for me and the brain's like no of course you shouldn't this this person's yeah. horrible for you but like his heart is saying but you gotta you know you can't help who you fall for type thing and mm-hmm. and yeah the brain comes in and just kind of like backs up what he himself is saying so it doesn't really add any interesting dynamic it's just like a different voice you know yeah. it's kind of like this is gonna be a weird stretch but when i think about like single location films you know they have to find a way to make them look visually different throughout the course of the film or otherwise you're just looking at the same thing so i'm thinking about like buried which is just ryan reynolds in a coffin the whole time (laughs) and it's like how do we make this visually interesting they do a lot of cool cam work in it but also it's like, okay, at one point everything's lit up by a lighter. At one point everything's lit up by a cell phone. And I think there might be a glow stick in there. And like that gives us different feelings throughout the whole thing. So if it's just like 10 minutes straight of the same voice, even though he has a slightly different voice for the, the woman. Um, like I think sometimes, yeah. but not all the time. Yeah. Which would also make it very confusing to listen to yes. <laughs> without the video. Definitely. So it almost felt like it was just a way of taking a very long song and adding in a new element and adding in a different color of light, essentially, to make it feel yeah. like it's not the same thing all the time. But but really, it doesn't seem to serve any actual like logical function. It is a lot of comic relief, like you said. Yeah, brain's got to poop. <laughs> she don't know about Pangea. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and uh, I mean, mission accomplished. I laughed at some of those brain lines. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of comical relief, I did like the whole bit about the dinosaurs and John C. Riley. Like, I'm gonna put dinosaurs on that shit, and then immediately like, why did I put dinosaurs on that shit? And then just like wipes out the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of during the like vegetarian argument section? Lil Dicky, and this kind of <laughs> falls into our other podcast territory, but Lil Dicky makes this argument that factory farming is just an advanced form of hunting. And that it's like really not that different than someone that goes out to hunt. I uh, hate that argument. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's something that it's like going along the lines of when people say like, well, we're top of the food chain. And well, this is what's naturally supposed to happen is we're supposed to eat these animals. And and th- th- my response to that is usually when people try to say like, oh, this is what we're naturally supposed to do. I'll say like n- nothing about what we do nothing about what we do is is the same as what cavemen did or is what the, the same as what people thousand a thousand or two thousand years ago did so when people try to say like this is what we've always did done it's like no other aspect of our lives do we do what we've always done yeah but you know he's he's saying that like the wolves would eat you they're using their tools and so our tools are our advanced intellect you know, we don't have claws, we don't have fangs, we don't have teeth that could go through the flesh of a cow. So instead, we use our tools, which is finding these like intelligent ways to raise and corral animals and kill them for our own needs. 
Yeah, but just because just because we can do something doesn't prove that we have to do something. Yeah, well, I guess I guess him saying that it's the same as hunting falls on the fact that she says, I don't have a problem with hunting. I just have a problem with factory farming. Oh. But it seems like there's obviously a huge difference between hunting and factory farming. Yeah, and I, I mean... I mean, there are certainly vegetarians out there like that, that, that would say my issue is with how these animals are being treated and not what ultimately happens to them. Um, but I think we also have to keep in mind that her argument for vegetarianism is created from him, the writer of the song. Yes. Yeah. He's like, he's setting up someone that doesn't have great arguments so he can easily knock them down. Yeah. Yeah. Or someone that is, you know, like that, that doesn't have, I don't know, that doesn't have all of their ethics and stuff completely sorted out and completely figured out. But, you know, at least, at least this is a character that's trying and, and hopefully, you know, this hypothetical character in this 10 minute music video would then try to work out some of those inconsistencies versus what his argument is, which is more like, oh, like you're trying to you're trying to do what you think is right but all your stuff isn't actually isn't exactly yet together falling in one line so you just shouldn't do any of it at all yeah and i'm going to go eat my pizza cuz it's my god given right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he, he it's like he's able to create his ideal foe because this is not it's not like he brought in a vegan or vegetarian even rapper to like you know go back to have like a battle with it was mm-hmm. like he's. I'm just going to create some arguments that I feel like I can easily knock down, kind of thing. It, yeah. It feels weak and lazy on his part. Yeah, yeah. Now that again, now that you've said it, I can't get it out of my head. I wish that she had had better arguments that his character then either had more trouble with or or couldn't kind of deflect at all and kind of like you know put put him in his place for one for at least one part of the music video. Yeah, that would have made for a much more interesting and like thought-provoking thing other than just like i'm a guy that's gonna just like make this woman feel like shit that i just slept with and now she has to now she has to spend the night with me because there's no ubers around here you know very uncomfortable situation so yeah yeah is that i think that's that all we gotta say that's all i have to say about this paul i'm glad we finally got this one talked out yeah we talked longer than the actual music video Go figure. So have you seen the video? What do you think? Are we totally off base? Do you agree with us? Send us an email. EpicNitpick at gmail.com is the best way to do that. We also have the Instagram and the Facebook. All right, Andy. Till next time, let's consider this nitpicked. picked.